0: Welcome, Welcome to another episode, episode of, of Driving, Driving to the, the Rays with, with your, your favorite, favorite hostesses. hostesses? <laughs> Wait a minute, hosts, how can you trick me like that again? Barry <laughs> and, and Emilia. Emilia. Yeah. I do have a question, why is it okay to say hosts? And it's perfectly fine, but if we say hostesses, I get my rowl up
1: because it's all girls if it's hostesses
0: and hosts is either one
1: No, it's all men but girls don't care. <laughs> girls if you, don't care, you know. they don't get their riles up. <laughs> no. Why is that? Um because. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because Because Just because
1: Because, yeah, just because.
0: So, okay. Well, you could see um, we have an interesting setup in our planet, right? <laughs> yes. Hostess is fine, but hostesses is only for girls. The yeah. girls set the rules or what?
1: <laughs> Actually, that's not so far from the truth, because it's usually women who educate children, and um, that's how they carry the culture forward. So, yeah.
0: So it's the women. So we're not going to say it's the women to blame, because there's no blame. But women have a they lot of power yeah, they do. in the uh Way that the culture moves forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Well that makes sense. Amount,
0: yeah. That makes sense because most um children are raised by their mother, especially in their young formative ages. And um, not to say that dads and most don't. Teachers, it's just,
1: and most teachers. Yeah, and are, most teachers are women too. Exactly. Which
0: isn't to say that all, but mm-hmm. majority, majority I remember most of my mm-hmm. teachers were um women. Yeah, yeah. Seemed like until I got to high school and then it switched.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I was thinking the same.
0: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why, but...
1: Most of the indoctrination happens between three and...
0: Think 12, about it anyway. this way. In the the women in uh, primary school ages, that's the most, most formative ages anyways, they're all in there, and you felt like, oh, you can't wait to go see your teacher, you're excited to go to school. And then by high school, you're starting to get into the, not everyone, some of them, starting to get into the age of, I'm done with school, I want to go to work, go do this, go to travel, go to smoke cigarettes in the backyard or whatever, you know? And the teachers are more men, and the men had less of a, I guess, nurturing kind of like, I can't wait to go see my teacher kind of kind of a thing. Yeah. And more of a, you do X, Y, Z, makes Z, Y, Z. Yeah. So it was a less nurturing and more... Um,
1: Practical? Mm, mm,
0: I guess indoctrinated? it's like uh, <laughs> moved you into the space of moving oh. out. It moved you, know? you
1: from emotion to in- intellect.
0: Mm, I was thinking more along the lines of when it was time to graduate from school, you were ready to leave. Yeah. And you slowly went from a nurturing environment to, a I guess, more demanding environment that was less holding you in. More so you were ready to go when you graduated.
1: More independent, I think.
0: Yeah, I guess it's like, uh, in a sense, less mom-type energy and more dad-type energy. is like, okay, guys, done to go to work. <laughs> yeah, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. It's kind of like the breaking up thing. Conflicts All and All that break-ups. noise is our giant
1: dogs playing outside. Just saying. If you hear any if noises. If you hear any noises, it's our giant dogs. Anything
0: that, that, sounds, like that sounds like a ferocious growl or a clonk, yeah, yeah. Because we or have... An
1: a, elephant running through the room. <laughs> or an
0: elephant. We have a toddler puppy who's a... <laughs> needs constant attention. <laughs> and Lucy.
1: you will give him that she's attention. She's a
0: three-year-old Akbash. Giant.
1: She's two, actually.
0: Two-year-old Akbash. She's giant. And she's the boss of him. Mm-hmm. At least for now. Yeah. Keeps some manners. Yep. Well, impossible task, but... <laughs>
1: yeah. She does her best.
0: <laughs> she does her best all the time.
1: And in doggy language, that sounds really scary, actually. <laughs> Which gross.
0: So, it's an interesting corollary. I just was talking about with the school, Teenagers. you know, going from nurturing and father, motherly energy to a fatherly and uh, less nurturing. Not, not the same. You didn't feel the same going to school. I didn't anyway. I don't know about you, but. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I had was reading about. I think it was that the conflicts like teenage guys might have with their um, dads or moms might have with their daughters when they get to the teenage years, because it's not absolutely uncommon. It happens. It might not just be the dads tired of the teenagers laying around all day or staying up all night. Oh yeah, that's it. Remember, <laughs> teenagers. I was trying to remember where and why that. Teenagers like to stay up all night. Not all, most of them. Yeah, they like I, to I know. Get I up. did. I did too. Get up yeah. late afternoon. Stay up all night till three or four in the morning. The birds come up. It's like, that's Yeah, bedtime.
1: breakfast and then go to sleep. <laughs> you
0: know. And that causes tension in a house, at yes. least it did mine. Yeah, definitely. And now in our house, you know, Brett likes to sleep. Yeah. Most of the day and he loves to stay up most of the night. I know, it's so weird. Right. It's like
1: going back to toddlers because I remember my toddlers. Trying to get them to go to sleep right now is an absolute nightmare. <clears throat> impossible that's what they want to oh, play oh my gosh and then in the mornings right this is what happened and I knew it was going to happen um they would be up at five o'clock in the morning wanting to play until they started school and then you couldn't you couldn't get him up in the morning at all <clears> I mean from the first wake of school it was like over it's like well you love getting up at five o'clock in the morning no I don't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah which is interesting because one of the, um, theories of indoctrination where you want to program people, uh, and you do, they modeled the educational system on the, uh, being able to control animals, dogs in particular, but other animals too. The first thing they would do was to separate them from their parents during the day, mm-hmm. put them in somewhere without stimulation, uh, for hours on end, so they get terribly bored, and then send them back at night. Hmm. That's what they do in schools, right?
0: Well, not exactly, but <laughs> they do separate thought. them from their parents, and then they create a substitute nurture. So the teachers become the new their new parents, parents yeah. and they become the authority. Mm-hmm. So there's a shift in authority to there. Yep. And then when it's time for them to go out, they still have you still have your parents are authority, but As you get into your later teen years and you're in school, you have less of the nurturing energy and more of the let's-get-to-business energy plus the stay-up-all-night energy. It's like you get pushed out of your house if you're a teenager because your parents, you need to come home and eat dinner at a regular hour and quit staying out all night playing and doing whatever you're doing, up to no good, I'm sure. Which probably was mostly right, but... (laughs) Maybe not for everybody, but certainly for a few people I don't know about myself, but yeah, probably (laughs) me too. Not no good bad, no good fun.
1: I used to go for car rides, you know. Yeah, car rides are great. Yeah, Yeah.
0: middle of the night. is excellent. But parents don't feel the same. And teenagers definitely don't feel the same when their parents say you can't. Right. But that conflict creates the time to move so that you can do your own thing without getting harassed about it anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Same with school, like, the energy changes, it. it's time for you to get out of school, although sometimes you just go to more school. Right. But oftentimes there's, those of us at a certain working class, I guess, we're like, oh, I'm ready to go to work. Right. I'm tired of wasting my time in school. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's like a natural progression of it. Mm-hmm. The conflict makes it easier to separate.
1: Yes. I remember there was this girl in high school, and she was from a very working class uh, family. They were, I think, she came from a long line of dinner ladies um from school, right? Dinner I have ladies? no idea what a what dinner is? lady is, okay. but I can so guess. So in English education, you have like a cafeteria, and the people who run the cafeteria are called the dinner ladies. Mm. They cook everything and they serve it. And um this girl, she was in my class. And at the time, I had mathematics still in my brain, so I would—I was in the very, very advanced mathematics class, and uh, so was she. Well, she wasn't, so she was in the regular class, and the teacher had been trying to recruit her for the advanced class for the, forever, and she refused to go until I spoke with her. I befriended her and convinced her to go to the other class. And um What's that
0: crawling up the tree? What? See that crawling up the tree?
1: There's something crawling on the tree. It
0: looks like a giant spider, like, big as a mouse. I don't it see goes it. goes like anything. this. Now it's mm-hmm. up past where you can see it. Mm. Sorry to interrupt your story, but that was, looked like an alien crawling up the tree, honey.
1: Okay. There's an alien crawling up our tree. Perfect.
0: A mouse-sized alien. <laughs>
1: mouse-sized alien.
0: <laughs> M- mice don't crawl trees like that? Squirrels do. Yeah, but that wasn't a squirrel, it's black. Okay. Sorry, Anyways,
1: education. And um, she, I convinced her, right? And so she joined the advanced class. And she instantly became the best person. Why? Because she was a mathematical genius. This girl was a mathematical genius. There was no question about it. And it didn't matter how advanced the mathematics that the teacher was teaching. Um, she would get it instantly and do like she would have to look at a formula once. And then she could apply it to anything that you could possibly imagine, Mm -hmm. right? And twist it and turn it and do other things, make it dance, you know? She used to make mathematics dance. And so I was really pleased and, you know, we became friends and she was like, every day she would like, I think I'm going to quit the mathematics class, right? And I was like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And the teacher would try to convince her to stay and eventually... One semester was over and the next semester was starting and she was gone. And the teacher looked at me and said, Where's your friend Blava? Where is she? And and I said, I don't know. So break time I went to find her and she was she had changed to um from the mathematics class to a work experience. She was working in the kitchens in the school as a dinner lady. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why did you give up on the mathematics class? And she said, look, she said, mathematics is all very nice and entertaining, but I can't cook with it. I can't feed my children with it. I can't, um, do anything with it. And I, I, I was like, I couldn't believe that she was saying that to me. You know, I just could not believe it. And I'm like, Okay, I said, you're not, like, stupid. I said, of course, stupid. I you're not stupid with a mathematics degree, with the level of mathematics you can do. You could become a professor. You could work as a, as a mathematician with all sorts of industry areas. I mean, the world needs mathematicians, you know? Because that's the way I would, I'd been brought up, you know, mathematics. Because mm-hmm. most of my parents were mathematicians, and I was really good at it. And it was like, and all societies need mathematicians. That was the belief, right? And she looks at me and she said, you know, she said, working is more than just about how much money you can bring home. She said, if I went to university and I got a lot of money, I wouldn't fit into my family anymore. And my family's most important, my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters. And I want to grow up and live with them. I want to live near near them and a house near them and and everybody to understand everybody else. And if I did that, if I went to university, I wouldn't be understood by anyone. And I was like, whoa, she really is a genius, you know, because she chose the cultural language over the pressures of you know, being good in school and getting a good job or, you know, making money. For her, her culture, right? Because in England, the culture of working class is... I'm working class, I'm proud of it. That's the type of energy. And her culture was um, still the extended family culture of the working classes in the 1980s. And she didn't want to lose that. And she didn't want to, like, innately lose it. She didn't want to be excluded from it. And she did feel that if she went to university... Or continue with a mathematics career, she would lose it. And she said, "And plus, I'm very, very happy here. This is what I've always wanted to be. I wanted to wanted to be a cook." So, well, you want to be a dinner lady, like you know, in my mind, right? You want to be a dinner lady the entire life. And she kind of just looked at me and like shook her head. It's like you just don't get it.
0: <laughs> well, it's just like we're watching on uh, that weirdest show on in the world that we were watching, where. Rebecca shit shoveler doesn't want to do that. She wants to be a doctor or whatever. <laughs> but if she does that then she like leaves her family so she'd rather go back to shit shoveling.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah.
0: But that's part of that class society, that. It is. It's automatically designed to keep you in your little block and be happy with it. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it's true though. Oh. So
1: For her it was for like for her it was about family.
0: It is about family, but It's pretty short sighted and limited to think that you can't like your family if you do math. Uh, It's like the shit shoveler girl.
1: Well, not really. Um, I understand.
0: I mean, she would become, she would speak a different language. She
1: would, yeah.
0: She would have different friends who probably wouldn't associate so well with her family Mm -hmm. and in the environment that she lives in. Exactly. You know, it would be limiting, but um, the whole way that she's brought up is family needs to, like, stick together and be together. Yeah. And the structure that's going on around here is different. You're supposed to move out of your dad's house and mom's house. You're supposed yeah. to get your own house. You're supposed to give your own life. You're supposed to
1: right. advance different. yourself.
0: And they're like, so the structures that exist here, are like, encourage that happening yes. by the conflicts, right? Yeah. And uh seems like the structures there don't. Encourage that same thing, or at least in that area, in that family, right? Right, right. Their exactly. families don't get mad at each other or expect them to move out. They like, want them to stick around or what? Yeah. They like each other?
1: They like, I guess so, yeah. Interesting. There were a lot of multi-generational households in the area.
0: So I was just thinking of it from that cultural perspective of different environments, different, um, countries, different paradigms, different social structures, the conflict part. And I i was looking at the conflict part because part of this is related to the split we're going through right now.
1: It, in which way? How do you see this being related?
0: Well, it's clear that it's a very difficult thing to get people who are close together family-wise or married or their children or things like that. Mm-hmm. To split from each other, Mm -hmm. because those bonds are very, very, you know, tight and strong. So how can you get that to happen? Mm -hmm. The only, I mean, not the only way, the the normal or the regular or a a functional way, a very effective way is to create conflict between two.
1: Generations?
0: Between those that are splitting. Mm -hmm. You're picking a light dark and you're picking a light there's a very clear choice. Mm-hmm. And the ones that pick one or the other, they're not just mildly picking it, mostly. Mm-hmm. They're quite stuck in their pick. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's like Trump is a good example of a divider, right?
1: Oh, yeah. We talked about this when right. he was being elected Or as, way back when, he's when. president, you know. Yeah.
0: So the so people that liked Trump... I think he's Jesus from Venus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a inside joke.
1: Yes, Jesus from Venus, yes. Trump
0: is Jesus from Venus. If you don't understand it... Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can ask in the comments. I might explain it, but anyway. And there's the other ones. I think Trump is probably the demon from hell or something. <laughs> the original prime Satan. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, they're not like mildly one or the other about it. very 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 yeah not obviously not everybody right i mean in our household i don't know if you're for or against trump and i really don't care one way or the other if you are or aren't and i'm not although trump was way more funny than the other guy
1: who is the other guy
0: (laughs) who is the other guy oh brandon
1: oh let's go brandon yeah brandon
0: More, well, more cryptics.
1: In my opinion, all <laughs> politicians are the same; they're just puppets. So it doesn't really matter, actually. It is irrelevant who and what they are, what their policies are.
0: Well, we are in a split, so it matters. No. Yes, really. it matters because you can observe how the split is orchestrated.
1: It would be orchestrated this way either way, with no matter who is president of what country. It doesn't really matter.
0: That's my point. You don't pick and, and put into place. A person who's a great waker-upper if you want the uh, sleepers to pick stay asleep. their sleep, mm-hmm. and stay asleep. You would pick a waker-upper if you wanted, like, the entire planet to ascend. Mm-hmm. You would pick a not-waker-upper, a divider, to help split. Yes. And the same thing with this uh kool aid injection. A
1: kool aid injection, yes. Yeah,
0: you're picking something that's... Very divisive, right? Mm-hmm. And the more divisive it is, the more conflict it generates, the more likely you are not to, like, be on the fence about it. You're mm-hmm. totally one or the other, I guess, kind of. It makes the splitting happen. Yes. But not a. I think the the key for a higher frequency individual is conflict isn't necessary for you to do a split. But if you want to stay asleep, conflict might be necessary to bring you to a split. Maybe? Yes. From a lower frequency, lower state of awareness. You can still be high frequency and not very, I guess, expanded awareness. Right. In order for you to move to your split, you know, to make a choice, maybe conflict would help, you know? Mm -hmm. Because then you're less likely to go get like cootie Kool Aid for your husband just because he wants you to. Right. You might get more dug in not doing it because your husband wants you to do it because he's forcing you to do it you're not going to get forced to do nothing i'm just setting up scenarios you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so the conflict generally speaking we look at conflict as oh my god abhorrent but in the case of a split conflicts might be what's needed Uh to carry out splits yeah could be could be you don't have any opinion about it
1: Um, to me, the word conflict can mean several things. One of them is like people fighting with each other. Yeah. Um, two nations going to war. Um, but also to me, there could be a conflict of emotion, right? Like I sometimes have conflicting emotions about something. Mm -hmm. I'm happy about it and I'm sad about it at the same time. (laughs) I'm conflicted. (laughs) Right, Right. So, to me, the second part, the be conflicted about it is not a low frequency way to be. Right. Uh, because we're not omnipotent and there's a lot of information and sometimes we get confused and sometimes we do get s- mixed signals about things. But, um, the conflict, the war conflict energy to me is a very low frequency one. So it would, I would say that if a person starts going to war with their husband or their wife over something, they're just feeding the low frequency paradigm, right? rather than not going into that type of energetic fight.
0: Yeah, well, in this in this in this scenario, the husband, for example, is the one going to war about it, and the higher frequency person, who's less expanded awareness, isn't. They're not going to war. Against their husband, they're just more dug into their position. I'm not gonna. Okay. And so, when the splitting happens, it's it's doing it. You know, it it's is. It's a little bit like um, when you got moved out of California. Yeah. It's like you're conflicted because you have house and family and
1: I didn't care about the house, car, like children and children there. and mm-hmm.
0: your entire life and your friends and uh, I mean you were situated. Yep. And without some, I mean, you could have listened the very first time You got the data, but Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Right. But as the pressure increased, then the decision became unavoidable. Correct. And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to get as this creates the situation where the decision is unavoidable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was a lot to do about breaking up breaking up is hard to do <laughs> it's up even hard harder to do. to do when you don't not like the person you're breaking up with <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like how about we just don't break up but you know we'll walk over here for a while you go over there i'll go over here
1: <laughs> you know yeah it's it's harsh right yeah. you know, i still don't see the like the relationship with education and children
0: well the teenagers staying up all night creating discord and conflict in their house so that's what helps them move out of their house otherwise why would they move
1: right that's true
0: because everything's paid for and their laundry gets done and foods get cooked and you go out have fun all night come home your look your laundry's is done breakfast is ready you probably if you get old enough you get your own apartment in the house <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pay no bills <laughs> who knows
1: yes it is true so the conflict comes about so the parents kick you out and you don't want to live with your parents because they are pains in the butt yeah precisely
0: yeah. so in a the bigger sense of our collective split Choice. high frequency and uh light dark in other words i mean i remember so that
1: basically was, the conflict you're talking about is that people become unpleasant to each other when they choose the different realities, di- yeah. realities. okay they're
0: just unpleasant to be with each other yeah it's in it's the case of the light dark ones they don't want to be around you because you know you could get them sick since you didn't get no lead. yes i mean Clearly, they don't want you to be around. Right. They want to kick you out of school, fire <laughs> you from a job, we'll make you stay home, don't go get food and groceries, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> And the other side of the bargain, I mean, if it comes down to it, do you want to open a grocery store?
1: i also always wanted a, a bookstore with a coffee shop in it, and maybe some fashion items, and maybe some magical items. I've always wanted that.
0: Okay, we can do that.
1: Yeah. It's not a grocery store necessarily, but. Although sometimes, you know, fruit stores, the fruit, fruit stores. A, I know in Chile and in Spain they have fruit stores where you go in and all they sell is fruits. And that, that was kind of nice. I like that one, those ones. I wouldn't mind having one of those. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, were you making a point? <laughs> I missed it.
0: <laughs> well, the essential point is that the high-frequency people around aren't opening stores or starting schools without some reason.
1: Oh, yeah. Gosh, trying to motivate a high-frequency person is so freaking hard.
0: Because they're okay. You they're know, okay with
1: everything. School, it's no like school, I don't care. Yeah. Go to school, I don't care.
0: It's all right. I mean, yeah. we'll be fine. I can read yeah. a book. Yeah. I can job, read a book, too. A
1: job. Yeah, I'll figure right. it out. Yeah.
0: We can do processing I can still work with those
1: demons. It's fine. I've done it all my (laughs) life. You know, I'm used to it.
0: (laughs) See, that's my point, is that's part of what the orchestrations bring about when they're necessary.
1: The other day when we went to the store and we got kicked out of the store because we had pee-pee with us.
0: Yeah, that was quite hilarious.
1: Because we shouldn't be hanging around in the store. We should be in and out real fast. We shouldn't be hanging out in it. And we were. Even though...
0: We enjoyed our time getting.
1: Trinkets. Tea thingy. Trinkets.
0: And we got the, we did, remember though, we got kicked out of the store. We did. But we got everything that we came there for. And more. And more. And then we went to check out, we got the, you don't have to, um, no, we, you don't, you have to leave, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to leave mad.
1: Right. So the checkout lady
0: saw our little, for, it was bowl. an English sugar bowl so made pretty. in England, imported. Oh God, it's just so a beautiful little people. thing. And the price tag didn't work. She says, how about two ninety nine? Yeah.
1: She said, oh, um, can you go and see the price? And I said, that was the last one. Because who else? It was the very last one. Yeah. She said, ah, oh. And I said, oh, you can put it back. It's fine. And she looked at us, smiled big, and says, how about two ninety nine? How about two
0: ninety nine? dollars I like, she said,
1: that sounds great. That sounds
0: <laughs> fine. Thank you. So we had to leave. But we didn't have to leave mad.
1: Right. Because that was certainly more than two ninety
0: nine, way, way, way more.
1: Mm-hmm. And then she said, "I'd I feel bad charging you less than that, but I'm sure that." No, it's she way said, more. "I would... <laughs> <laughs> That's what she
0: said. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was um it was a thing that we halfway home started to feel the. Scratchiness in the throat and oh, the, the headache shedding, remember the shedding the so feels whatever if they hadn't have told us it. hey you guys get their dog out of here yeah we've been to that store 10,000 times with, with baby nobody cares yeah. but was, this guy cared
1: oh he cared a lot he she cared was very, in a sweater too like, inside yeah, he my she jacket she wasn't even walking around it was like hiding tiny with head poking out yeah.
0: but we would she have been another really hour there yeah. probably probably looking down every single aisle because Fox has they have patisseries from France. Yeah, they have
1: interesting stuff. they have all kinds of
0: good stuff, some shoes, boots, socks, mm-hmm. chocolates, really nice millionaires, mm-hmm. yummy stuff, and interesting steaks cut really, really thin. yeah, so they yeah, got all this got stuff. the stuff and we organic, at the energy so. and when
1: we looked at the energy was really you shouldn't hang out in these negative structures, and they're very clear which are which are their structures, yeah. which are their structures is very clear, and you shouldn't hang out be hanging out in them.
0: Yeah, so we didn't leave mad, but we did leave. Yeah. Although it was a little hard. It was a little hard, honestly. When I was driving, I was looking at, who am I going to focus my energy of attention on? The, the nasty guy? short, bald, nasty guy who's mad at us because, well, literally, he was, he was double masked. nose to chin, wholly masked when half the story ain't. Yeah. And he's mad at us because we're not he wearing is. masks, yeah. but he can't say nothing about that. Right. But it can say something about the dog. Yes. But am I gonna focus my attention on him and carry that broiling boiling inside? Or the young lady who checked us out with a giant smile and so happy to see all her Oh this is so cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And how about two ninety nine? Does that seem fine?
1: <laughs> exactly. Who are you gonna look at?
0: Who are you gonna attention on? Yeah. Exactly. It was still hard to choice. dismiss the it's a body, boring.
1: yeah, because it's a, it's a body shock, you know, when you get assaulted like that, it's a body shock. It's just, you know, comfort your body and you're going to be just fine. And
0: yeah. maybe focus more on, uh, other than the, uh-huh. I
1: was kind of, yeah, you were right, because I knew halfway down looking at all the trinkets that mm-hmm. I relaxed and I thought, gosh, you know, it doesn't feel, my body doesn't feel well in the store. But then I decided to ignore it because we hadn't been to a store for such a long time.
0: <laughs> and there were so many cool trinkets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, I get it. It's just nice to, um, nice to, you know, when you have that experience. You're right. Mm-hmm. Hug your body a little bit. Process a bit of the righteousness. That's yeah. what was fired up in me. Yeah. I was pretty, pretty fired up a little bit. Yes, you were. <laughs> and then focus on a different energy. Yeah. That should help stabilize you. Mm-hmm. you know, you're human. Yeah, It's going to happen. Yeah. You're in a war zone. It's going to happen. Yeah. So what do you do with it later? You don't need to, you know... What's the word? Dwell. Dwell on it. Don't no. dwell on it. You
1: understand it. Process I
0: mean, and res- reshift.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a pattern in the planet. We've talked about it for years now. When those mandated vaccines were necessary for sending children to school in california
0: mm-hmm.
1: i laughed when like non-vaccinated awake people were saying no it's not fair this is just, we need to send our children to school right that's we what are we gonna do how can we go to work if our kids are at home and i was like really dudes it's like you shouldn't be sending your kids to those schools That's a dark Paradigm schools. Why send them there? This is their. Why you're fighting so hard to get them
0: to stay there? Yeah, it's like exactly. You all of these little nudges to get them out yes, of there. Out of there. And now they're saying you're not
1: welcome them. here. You're not welcome here. Yeah. The kids we want here are vaccinated, indoctrinated, brainwashed, and full of drugs. You know, look all the, the drugs they give them so they can sit quietly in school, right? Children sitting quietly. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. So yeah. So I was like, look, begin, start new structures for education, work, and everything." because really we need to step out of those other ones. And this is what, that was just a reminder, you know, you shouldn't be there. And not just a reminder from the human collective represented by that guy, but us also, we went in there with a the dog and we actually know that they don't like dogs. We've had that same situation in the past when uh, Romeo was a baby and some woman came over and forced us out, you know, because she was... And she tried to, you know, and says, well, he's a service dog. And then she was all, oh, okay, cool. And she walked away, but it wasn't, like, new or anything. We knew that it was a conflicting area to bring a dog, you know. So it's like we knew, so we orchestrated a situation that told us, don't stay in that store. And really, it's not a healthy thing to stay around people who've received the cutie jobs, whatever.
0: Cutie-Cool-Aid, honey.
1: Or the cutie kool aid because... It's already even in there, like I said before, yeah, in the websites it talks about the side effects of shedding, you know,
0: yeah, the um there's the energetic side of it too, I think,, mm-hmm. not me <laughs> 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 can't be me dinging <gasps> ding, <laughs> I put mine on moon, honey, oh good, says Navish, silenced, mm. anyways. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> I think oh yeah, so with the shedding there's the energetic component of it which I we think we're dealing yet, with yeah. with the silver. Yes. The silver colloidal that makes a yellow, although I'm sure there's other ones that work too. Just try them and, and putting it into a spray like um um, perfume or something, an atomizer or a little yeah, an squirt atomizer, bottle?
1: Yeah, a squirt bottle. <laughs> like an atomizer, not a squirt. Atomizer, you don't want to yeah. squirt in your face. <laughs>
0: it's all over your head, around your yeah, neck, in mis- your face, in. You know, and maybe gargle awesome. it if your throat's feeling it. That helps. Chug a tea, and yeah. we're using some dandelion tea. That, mm-hmm. that tastes good and helps too. It seems to support it. A Brown's Gas Aquacure. Mm-hmm. That's obviously helps a lot, the headaches and everything else.
1: That's been amazing. Life changing for me. Life changing. Life changing, the Aquacure.
0: And the, um, I ordered some NAC to try that, which I can't tell you what it says or how it is or what it is. (laughs) I just heard from one of my friends. It works good. Take it for three days, 1,000 milligrams, and then it gets rid of those spikies. And, you know, I'm willing to try things out to make Mm. sure I have a full repertoire. And today we got our UVA and B lights, reptile lights, to go with our IR. Low frequency lights. <laughs> oh, so we got like some heavy dose this of is sunshine. Boys
1: and girls, this is what it feels, but well, this is what it's like to live with a healer. Right? <laughs> There's a modern shaman healer lineage. This well, like tons of, and they work. What can I tell you? It works.
0: Yeah. We, we just want to have a full toolkit.
1: Toolkit of recovery. Because
0: everybody's body is different and mm-hmm. some things they respond to better than others. Correct. But, you know, you got to have them to test them. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, Oh, yeah. So too much time spent from no um, exposure to full exposure is harder on your body than a little bit, 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 a little bit. bit is like cumulative. Yeah. So you don't feel the reaction quite so severe Mm -hmm. if it's a little bit at a time and it's cumulative. But at some point, that cumulative will add up. Right. And you'll have to have a big flush of some kind to and get rid of I all the toxic like. stuff. Right. So mitigating that in the meantime, if you find yourself in an area that's you're constantly surrounded by um, light dark paradigm cootie juicers.
1: Wi-Fi, Fi's and yeah, the the juicers ones.
0: <laughs> right. Then you should be giving some consideration to flushing and stopping those from accumulating. Yes. And do some research. Mm-hmm. How do I Flush this stuff. Find yep. some answers. Try them out. See what works. Yeah. Anyway, don't ignore it. No reason to be uncomfortable if you don't have to be. Which was an interesting thing bringing us to our next bit. Yes. Do you remember what happened just a couple of days ago? Um... We were just like driving down the road, came oh, home, yeah. parked our truck, truck, came in our house and went to bed. Mm. We woke up in the morning and there was like one, well... Not anymore, but there used to be a millimeter water in our garage. Yes. It flooded our garage. Yeah, one whole millimeter. millimeter. Yeah. But a half a mile down the road either way, it was literally and still for two days later was water over your head. Yeah. All the way on this whole we West looked Coast at one area. Of, yeah,
1: we looked at one of the river banks where the river had come up and was part of the, the fields and the road. And that bank was about 15 to 20 feet, remember?
0: Yeah, 20 feet down to the water where yes. it is today, today, which is only two days later. Yeah. So it's still flooded. It's just receded to 15, 20 feet from the bank. And it was 5 or 10 feet higher than yes. that. It was completely yes, it was. over defenses we've seen this stuff. Yeah. Crazy. That was the most I've ever seen. Actually, they measure the measure device they used to measure that river... Measured a level of water they haven't level haven't ever measured it at since they've been measuring.
1: Wow, and I bet they started a long time ago.
0: Probably, I didn't ask. <laughs> but needless to say, yeah, it was an extraordinary.
1: Down like, a mile down this amount. road both ways, we were.
0: We were at a lake. We were yeah. a lake. We're fifteen miles, halfway between the ocean and Lake Ozette. And right in smack and dab in the yeah. middle, we can go a mile either way.
1: Yeah, and uh, usually our creek floods.
0: Oh well, yeah, usually we can get up to knee knee deep yeah, in the garage. Yeah,
1: yeah, knee deep in the garage twice. A normal now, flood in the Past Lail. six years, yeah. twice. Yeah, not this time. One it millimeter was, it was nothing. Bizarre. It was Barely really left it's really really bizarre. But it, also, our friends Kara and Ashley, their house behind their house is the Huckle River, which flooded.
0: That was tons at the record
1: flood. Blood. That was the one that had That's like three. That's the one at the record. Over, they're yeah. literally, their backyard ends on the river.
0: Yeah. Right. They're literally right on the river. Right,
1: right on the river. And no water coming. They didn't have any water coming. On the other side, however. That's different. It was.
0: Intense. Like huge. Cars huge, broken. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff.
1: Huge. So it's like, eh, well, guy loves his. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice
0: support. Yeah. Where power was out for a couple of days, but. I mean,
1: we didn't even feel it because we were, we we're prepared for prepared, that. Yeah, we have we our generator, generator, just turned it on. Gas, we had plenty of gas stored yeah, up. Yeah.
0: We only use five gallons anyway. And we have our solar batteries coming like Saturday. We didn't have it in place, but if that had been here, we wouldn't even burn any gas.
1: Exactly. yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah. our water runs off of our um, generator and our um our well. solar power battery thing mm-hmm. now. So yeah. we got water for days in town. Just down the street from us.
1: That's 20 minutes from here.
0: 20 minutes from here, the entire town, Columbo and CQ, no water. Yeah, they don't have any water.
1: They pipe. had a
0: landslide and it washed out the water, water main. Now they got yeah. no water.
1: Yeah. And they don't know when it's going to come back.
0: Because they can't even get the landslide dug out yet yeah. because it's 20 feet tall yep. and half a mile wide. Mm-hmm.
1: And they have, um they're giving the people, they're saying, bring your containers to the gym, the school gym, and we're we gonna get fill the water them. there. And I'm not sure if they're gonna need a, a card before <laughs> they get in or not, you know? They I could did, add those. They things. didn't say it, because I received a call, an automated call, because we're yeah. in the Klalan Bay area. Uh-huh. And I received a call, and it said, yeah, like, they're gonna bring your containers, and we don't know how long it's gonna be. Literally, we don't know, so. But that's just drinking water that they can get in, in, a, in a tub, right? And let me get in a container. So, what about showers, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah. And
0: our village at Nia Bay, we got cut off. It was even in the Seattle paper cut off from everywhere. No fuel can come in a truck, no food can come in anyway, and no um, food, medicines and all, and nothing. They had electricity still.
1: They did? Wow.
0: <laughs> but if you went to the store, guess what was in the store? Nothing. No bread, no milk, no eggs, no food. Yeah. Just, you know, canned stuff.
1: Right. And that probably went fast.
0: The, they we're talking about one night of rain. I know. Did that. I know. One night no of water, rain. No water, no electricity, no food. No supplies,
1: no medicine. Yeah.
0: So if you weren't prepared... It would you, have been traumatic yeah. if yeah. you were prepared like we are, and we, we have been it. telling everyone. Yeah. I mean, I was just as happy as a clown sitting here, eating nice tea. <laughs> we had a
1: party, drinking some
0: tea, <laughs> had hot water, yeah. take a shower if you want. Yeah. yeah, so
1: we literally had a party.
0: We literally had a party, and yeah. we did invite people over yes, to did. have a party so. with us. Yes, we did. Except for nobody could come. <laughs> <laughs> no way to get through here. <laughs> So but, we had a private party with our dogs and our cats. Yeah, parents.
1: but, you know, it's like these weather things are very interesting to me uh, because we had Texas last year that froze up and they, right. they cut all the fuel to it and people died there, you know. And one of the things that fascinated me about the night, that night, the, with the weather and the, the rain and everything, that the roads and the locations where the roads were broken... Yeah. It was almost strategic, you know? I mean, if it had, if it wasn't strategic, it was, it looked strategic. It looked like it would, I mean, it would have been, it were, they were the perfect places to completely cut off Nia Bay and Clallam Bay. It was just really, really amazing
0: really amazing. it felt and, like a trial for me yeah, like, felt a trial. like a what trial what about like, canada you're going to be fine canada too vancouver, yeah, vancouver. which is a city the same size or bigger than seattle and a giant There's port millions like of los people angeles there. Yeah. millions of people in there and they had the same thing happen to them their freeways and the railways were okay. all cut off by
1: massive, uh, massive young
0: slides young. massive like like massive. oh my god that's massive like a life. thousand dump truck loads to try and fill that hole back up
1: Thousand,
0: so big impacts from very, very, very. I mean, um, honestly, people. It was just a night. Rain in Canada.
1: And rain in rainforest, British Columbia.
0: Rain in British Columbia. Rain in Nia Bay. This is a
1: rainforest.
0: We get rain like three months straight. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Right. And one night, we got that.
1: Yeah, that was really suspicious to me. Something very fishy about that. But very fishy. Very yeah.
0: fishy. You have to look into that because that kind of reminds me of one of the things that you promised we would talk about this episode. Oh, yeah? The November-December woo. Ooh, the woo-woo. The woo-woo. What's happening? November-December, what should we be like? I guess, stand by. Here comes the rain. Or what?
1: Here comes the rain Again. again. Um, something, something.
0: there.
1: Falling on my head like a, a new emotion.
0: Eurythmics. Booms, boom, 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 boom. We're not going to have any issue with copyright violation. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think iTunes is going to be able to that <laughs> <out from that. laughs>
1: La, 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 um, So, yes.
0: Before you say this. There's absolutely nothing here. And everything is proof of it.
1: <laughs> I just love that one. Where would you get that one from?
0: Well, a guy... Okay, so I was reading a thing.
1: You were reading a thing.
0: And in the comments of it... On the comments oh, I was at it. Dr. Cohen, um Ah, one Telegraph? of those live live streams. Oh, the live stream. Subscribe okay. star things. Yeah, I think it was on Dr. Cowan's. It might have been somebody else, but I think it was his. And in the comments one of the persons commented that they were really interested to in talk to about the energetic significances of whatever he was talking about, something like that. So i it was like when I'm reading the comments, usually they're like all I me mean myself stuff. Right. Like I have a sore toe, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I got COVID, now what virus has got me? And he's like <laughs> Doctor Co is like, God, have you been listening at all? Yeah. Why are you in this call? <laughs> Why are you even in this call? And then this question was Interesting because it wasn't about him and it was interesting because it's about the kind of stuff that we like, woo stuff. Yeah. So I followed to find out who he was and he is a truck driver, Canadian truck driver. He got hit by a cosmic two by four driving down the road. Actually, he consumed vast quantities of non-dual literature <laughs> and meditated quite a lot. And as he was driving down the freeway contemplating his navel, or whatever non-dualists do. He got hit by a cosmic 2 by 4 So he was giving a talk. And I watched his talk for a while. And most of his talk was him laughing uncontrollably. Because it was so hilarious. People would be asking him questions about stuff. It's like and he found them very funny. He found the people... The very... The very idea that... There's a question about nothing and everything. Yeah. It's hilarious. Right. Why? I don't know. It's just when you're in that giggle state he was in a giggle state of uh expanded he's almost high you know yeah he couldn't stop laughing so his favorite quote in the entire world Mm -hmm. was there's absolutely nothing here and everything is proof of it by lee snyder okay so when i heard that i i pretty much started laughing too (laughs) like i don't understand that i'm gonna have to ask (laughs) anelia what the fuck does this mean (laughs) Because I think I know what it means, but I do know the non dual community talks about things like this all the time and they get a lot of pleasure out of it. Yes. But it's almost nonsensical, and maybe that's it's, it's, why it's, it's fun to, you know, think about Yeah, that's why it's about. funny. Yeah. So, what do you think?
1: I think that I prefer to stick with things that are practical and people can use. And even though that statement is true. <laughs> no
0: There's no viruses and nothing's here because everything that's here is proof. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, you could you could use it in that very well. You could use it with that very, very well. All the proof that you have points to the fact that there's nothing there.
0: <laughs> that is right? true. Because when you dig into it you see there is actually nothing there. Yeah. Everything here yeah. is proof there's nothing yeah. here.
1: It's, I was shocked to find out that they've known about this no virus since the 1910s or whatever Is you know.
0: I was talking about everything, not just that. Oh, okay. Because remember when you look at the, when you dig into the physical matter, you find that it's made out of something that is mostly 99.9% of nothing.
1: Nothing does not exist actually, honey.
0: Yeah, but it's mostly that. No. It's mostly doesn't exist, so it is mostly that. <laughs> See, it makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> Nothing exists, <Annie>. honey.
0: <laughs> oh, well, try and wrap your mind about that, everyone. So, so with that introduction, tell me about the November woo.
1: Wow. Well, that's put a flavor to it, hasn't it? So the way we're going to look at it.
0: The flavor to it, yes.
1: November, December.
0: November, December. November. November.
1: Remember, remember, remember the fifth of yeah, this November. It. November. Well, that's about that's Guy An uh, Irishman who tried to blow up Parliament, and they called him and burned him up in a
0: yeah. bonfire. Well, that November fifth is well past.
1: Yeah. So I thought what we could do is draw a card. Oh, really? Yeah, but we're the cards is very far away from us. Not
0: too far from me. No?
1: Do no. you think you can reach it?
0: I certainly can. Okay, I've got. Plenty enough you string. You got powers.
1: You got powers.
0: <laughs> See, I got Very skills. Good. You
1: got skills. You got it from the other side of the room. All right, so we're going to do a card.
0: <sighs> good idea.
1: That will talk to us about what do you want to do November first, and then December, or November's November all December? over December.
0: Well, What's gonna be Thanksgiving and December and Thanksgiving? Because this is gonna come out on Monday. Okay. And when is Thanksgiving, anyway?
1: It's the 3rd.
0: It's the next next weekend? Or this weekend?
1: Oh, I don't know. Or I don't know when it is, anyway. I never even grew up with it.
0: You're asking the wrong person. We just want to eat turkey and have pie, okay? Yes. It says it's the 25th, so it'll be next week. Today's the 18th that we're recording. And this weekend, it'll come out on the 22nd. So, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. That many days until Turkey Day, for anybody who likes Turkey Day. So this this car will be...
1: November or November-December?
0: Thanksgiving and... Well, let's just say Thanksgiving to Christmas.
1: Okay. So, November-December. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to... The Western way to say it. <laughs> yeah,
0: from Thanksgiving to Christmas.
1: Okay. Actually, it's going to be November-December. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so these cards are connected that I'm using. It's called Forest of Enchantment by Lunea Weatherstone and Maryla Allwood. Lovely names.
0: They're my Gaia cards.
1: Yeah, they're Larry's Gaia cards, and they're connected to Gaia. So we're asking Gaia yes. about insights and advice regarding November and December.
0: Thanksgiving to Christmas. Mm.
1: I, you know, I was still looking at the whole ET equation. I was hoping they would use it, but kind of not. One of those conflicting energies that I have. <laughs> I did, but I didn't. You wanted because <laughs> I you didn't, knew got that, Bored
0: with the one we're having. We want to have something different.
1: Well, you know, the ETs, extraterrestrial, ultra-dimensional, ultra-terrestrial—all these exist. There's no maybes about it. But mm-hmm. I've always said. If disclosure comes from the government, then it's not a good thing. It's because not It's not actually disclosure. It's just another invisible or visible made-up enemy. And um I remember even when I was a kid and people say, Oh no, aliens are going to invade our planet and they're going to destroy us. And I said, Are you freaking kidding me? Aliens have been around forever and they have technologies that could take over our planet. A long time ago, and if they wanted to kill us, it would up and we'd all be gone, right? If that was the power that they contained. So no, there's not going to be an alien invasion, period.
0: <laughs> not according to the movie I'm watching. Yeah, well, it's called but, Invasion. Yeah. By the black goo. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, so the human society has been tried to be programmed into believing that alien enemy thing invasion. It's real and true and going to happen. You know, this is all about that. Anyways, well, let's do the November-December thing. I know I put in a lot of energy into it, but, you know.
0: (laughs) We can always hope.
1: Yeah. All right, Let's let's do
0: this. Let's do this.
1: Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, got it. And our card, oh, it's one of Larry's cards, and I can't read because I don't have my glasses. You'll have to read it, honey.
0: This is the Forest Lord.
1: The Forest Lord.
0: That's a interesting looking fella with no shirt on, and it's not a dress; it's a blanket, <laughs> a blanket over his. Um, oh, his no-clothes private. Clothes, private. Yes, yeah, yeah, and he has a boar, wild boar with giant tusks next as to his, him. As his- and he has horns on his self made out of holly. Holly. Yeah. And he has a really nice, um, what do you call this, talisman around his neck. It's a little baggy with uh, treasures in it. Yeah. He's the forest lord. Mm. So when I think of October and November and I look at this card. No,
1: it's November December.
0: Yeah. When I look at November and December and you look at this card, mm-hmm. it feels to me like that... Like, if I were to be, like, um, what's the word? If I were to be uh, wanting a guide mm-hmm. to show me secure, safe, mm-hmm. and not even secure, safe, but uh cared for, if I wanted a forest guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a forest guide. I mean... There's no worry about food, there's no worry about shelter, there's no worry about temperature. I mean, it makes you feel you're secure, you're safe.
1: Yeah, it's like a father energy almost, a divine father energy.
0: Divine father, right? That sounds right. Yeah, the divine
1: father energy, yeah.
0: Do you want me to read it, can you?
1: Yeah, you better read it. I don't have my glasses.
0: Okay, the forest lord. (laughs) Yeah, power from within, virility, natural leadership, nobility of character, fatherhood. Dominion and Territorial Command. Mm. Like, hold your area, hold your space. All who pass through the enchanted forest must pay homage to the Forest Lord. For everything that lives and breathes is under his dominion. From the mightiest giant to the smallest shrew. He is the essence of wild male energy kept under control most of the time. Mm. His is the virile Rush of the stag and the immovable stance of the bear his most trusted companion is the chieftain of all the boars the boar is the fiercest creature in the woods approach the forest lord respectfully but have no fear he is the affectionate father as well as the commanding ruler he is masterful but never a bully and he has earned the love and loyalty of those within his care the forest lord represents the duties that come with great power protecting his subjects defending their freedom and safeguarding their sanctuary leadership as a privilege authority over others wielded appropriately and not abused sovereignty comes from within and doesn't need to be insisted upon the forest lord's confidence comes from staying true to his noble nature the holly and the oak on his antlers represent the eternal cycle of life renewing itself oak rules the light half of the year. Holly rules the dark. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Very nice. And I think that the advice here is to actually embody this energy.
0: Right, right. That's what I see completely. Mm -hmm. It's like people will come to you. You embody that pure heart. You embody that sovereignty. You embody that divine divine masculine father. Mm -hmm. Certainty. I mean, you're not... Afraid,
1: right? You're no longer a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're this. You and this is are good. This. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Great advice for November and December.
0: We'll put a picture up in the uh, talk with me now, or where? Uh, we could do it now. on
1: the Inelia Ben's. Um, yeah, we can do definitely on those and have very interesting conversations with everybody there. All right. But we can also put it on Talk With Me now for individuals who haven't joined the tribe yet.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So, anyway, you can find it. Take a look at it. It is very, it feels very, uh, you know, powerful and secure. It's kind of like our last few days. So, yeah. Powerful and secure. And anyone of our tribe, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're cared for. You're care. Yeah. You have nothing to worry of.
1: Yep. You care for others, and they care for you.
0: Fantastic.
1: Do you feel complete, darling?
0: I think that is as complete as there ever was.
1: Okay, so a couple of little announcements and updates before we log out. All right. One of them is I'd like to thank Dan. Thank you, Dan. Dan He had a
0: very interesting birthday... Trick-or-treat A witch's birthday card.
1: <laughs> Trick-or-treat.
0: Perfect. I was yeah. so perfect. And the funny thing, I went to the mailbox to get the mail, uh-huh. and I had a little um, thingy in there, yeah. and I grabbed it. A little
1: it. thingy, which is a sign saying...
0: You need to go to the to post office to get, to get a, get a mail a... and sign for it, right. right? So, in Nia Bay, we have... Um, well,
1: a post lady who's not very friendly. <laughs> She's not
0: all... She's not... Uh, let's just say she's going to continue in the light-dark paradigm. <laughs> she likes that quite a lot. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Her yes, favorite, right. her favorite present is a complaint to the postmaster. Yes. She likes those much, yes. very, very, very much. She works really hard to get them. Yeah. And she can have a whole village sending them. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. But she likes you plenty fine. Oh, she likes me. <laughs> yes. She's, she's not. She's just very, just, very, very strange. Stern Rue I don't know how she's she's a lot of things. Yeah. But she's nice to you, so she's... I give her a pass for that. Yeah. But anyways, I went in to get get the letter and uh the postmaster lady said we sent that back. And I looked at it, I was like, hmm, curious. How long uh how long was it here? Because she walked away after she said that, yeah. tsk, tsk. she said, "It's um it's been sent back." And I thought, "Oh well, whoever it was from, I hope they send it again." And then I went to leave, and then I was like, "Wait a minute! I think I want to have a little bit of different reality here." So I felt this little wobble, weeble wobble, <laughs> weeble wobble. You know, basically
1: swap your reality, swap
0: my reality. I want to have a little bit of, I want to have a different outcome. I want the letter to be here. And so I pulled the door open and closed again, and it dinged. We're in a small post office. (laughs) It's just me and one other person, and that other person is the postmaster. But they still left. So Dung comes back, and I asked, how long ago did it come? She said, well, we only hold things for 10 days, and let me look. She looked. It got here four days ago. I said, hmm. So I guess she said, hmm, well, maybe it's still here then. Let me look again. (laughs) (laughs) So she went for a look again. She says, Oh, it's a letter, not a package. Here it is right here. It was right where they always are. She had walked literally to it and said it's not here. Right. But it was.
1: Yeah. That's a great shift in in timeline because there was a very beautiful joker card card and a really nice donation in it that's going to help us out through the winter. So
0: thanks a million, Dan. Thank you, Dan. And I love that. Happy, happy, was it happy birthday? It was for a witches? happy
1: birthday card, but it was the trick because or treat trick card. Or treat, no, no, from a Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is birthdays for witches. Yes. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Okay. And what yes. else?
1: Oh yeah. So the other little details. Um, we're going to be implementing a waiting list for joining walk with me now. If you don't, if you want to skip the waiting list and join Fred Watch, better do it because that's getting implemented like very soon. Um, and, there's also the novel and uh, the Earth Files, which is the second novel in the Return series. Uh, it's going I was working on the th- um, final draft final draft today, so where the plan is to release it for Christmas, or at least sometime in December end of December, hopefully not January, <laughs> but yeah, it will happen soon. It depends how fast I can get this done. Um, so I just want to let everybody know uh, that's coming very soon it's an extremely interesting and cool novel um, and if you want to read it right away you can go to Walk With Me Now you can actually read the first draft it's at Walk With Me Now so yeah those are my announcements, did I forget anything?
0: hmm Well, when you say you're implementing a waitlist for Walk With Me Now, it might be good to expand on it a little bit. Do you feel like you want to now, or do you want to wait until um, things are more set in place for that?
1: Um, well, the details are that um, we're implementing several items within Walk With Me Now that makes it more supportive for individuals to start. Um Gave them a more immersion and uh, introduction in a gentler way, like more guided way to be, to go in because it's not just a forum. There's how many years uh, since nine, uh, 2014 and it's 2021, all those years of material there. Huh. Like there's so much material and it it can not be just courses really. yeah. and classes, but a lot of information, a lot of like calls. So it can be a little bit overwhelming, but also our numbers are growing. So we want to make sure that everybody makes that connection, right? A deep connection that is what we're all about, like the human collective, right? It's about connection. And um because a lot of us are lone wolves Sometimes we need a little more haunting <laughs> <home laughs> than other people. Yeah,
0: we need right. a little help with the whole connection thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll try and connect. Hey, hello, anybody yeah. there? And nobody no. answers like, that's good. Yeah. Back to the closet. <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice connecting. See you later. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so, I a So, generate a...
0: a posi- generate a... Or encourage facilitate and facilitate... That
1: connection that, the that we need ability in this to make new a paradigm. Connection. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's a learning process. Uh we're getting feedback from our members. We're gonna be exploring on the whole thing and getting people to be buddy systems for the new groups that come in. So yeah, we decided that a waiting list would be really good. Um yeah, and, so... and also in my opinion, right in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. um a person who is prepared to go on a waiting list to get into walk with me now. And then a month later, when they do get in, they're still wanting to get in to work with me now. Mm. It's a better investment for me personally to spend time with that person because they're committed. While a person who's like instant gratification and they just came in from a whim, they usually leave right away or within get a they're month.
0: They're itched, they're scratch yeah. itched or whatever and they're done.
1: Yeah, and their phone has gone and it's like, you know. And I think a month will filter. A bit of yeah. And
0: also group. Those people who gather together, who together, they will be
1: exactly. a
0: handful of people who can join together and at
1: the same make time their connection be... together exactly. at the same time.
0: Yeah. Right. That'll be good. Yeah. It'll be nice. And so you won't be uh, entering into the thing with uh, hundreds of people around you who are, uh, they must be way more advanced than, <laughs> than you, huh? You'll be with your um, peer group. Yeah. A peer group, and you'll have connections, and you'll know each other. and uh-huh. yeah, It'll be nice to get that connection fostered.
1: Exactly. So we're playing with it. different okay. energies. We're playing with different methods and methodologies to make it easier for all of us to learn how to function as a human collective in the new paradigm. And this is what, to me, walk With Me Now is.
0: Gotcha. Plus, actually, uh, if you're like having the itch and you're thinking about it... Secret Santa starts this week. Oh my gosh, yes it does. So if you're interested in getting a Secret Santa gift, uh, you better sign up fast. (laughs) (laughs) The deadline's approaching.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, I'm complete. Okay, I love you honey. I love you too darling.